1: Out of You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast?
2: You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast, featuring
1: Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Stephen. You London boys are crazy.
3: Welcome to Forever Forwards. Throughout the month of October, which is Black History Month in the UK and Black Achievement Month here in the Netherlands, we'll be sharing conversations that we've had with a few dope guests, tapping into their experiences of living, working and thriving as a black person in society. For us, we really wanted to use these conversations to celebrate the progressive mindset of the black community and champion some of those people who are trailblazing in their specific fields. Ask anyone in Amsterdam about today's guest and they'll probably tell you he's one of the nicest people that you'll get to meet. Aki from Ali's Lifestyle is a certified vibe maker with an eye for talent, creativity and business. This is a great conversation with an OG out of homie, and we hope you enjoy it. Yeah, episode, <laughs> is it? Jeez,
0: man. Dropping the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so which, which language? English, Swahili. English, Bosnian, the, or all The English only thing German? is,
4: the, the intro might be distorted due to the Wi-Fi. Oh, oh man. Stephen, you do it, man. Yes. Take it yes. away, uh, Stephen.
3: No, I'm going to try I it, like, though. I'm to try, try. It's You're, you're going to try but can't We can't see or hear you right now. <laughs> so we will wait. We'll wait. And we're going to leave this in the edit, too. So that... I, I tried. <laughs> His face
4: is still... <laughs>
3: Man, it's a it's we this do is The best. This it's is the best. Because I up. know you see see how my one got en- ended up in the in the the six month mm. review. This guy, <laughs> <laughs> he's, <Look>. gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's
2: gone. Man's in that but his voice is <laughs> okay, I'm sorry.
3: Okay, okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. You got the intro. Uh, I will, but like I can introduce the team. but no, was I was Kwame. actually
3: asking Kwame, but...
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm here, bro. Oh. All right,
3: can't, all right. Can't, can't, can't. I've been here. This guy, always has uh, but, nothing happened you know? But
0: this abuse, this abuse, I will not stand for it, bro. So, Stephen, take it away.
2: Yeah. All right, cool. All right. You're listening to... Welcome to the Out of Home Podcast, a show brought to you by four Londoners living in Amsterdam. I've got Kieran, Yaf, and Coin with the Flame all here. Oh wait, I need to start that again. Wait, yeah. Is looking, you're looking at me. So it's
3: like <laughs> <laughs> me off. you know yeah. when you just give the
2: man them a uh, new rose and you're like please wait. and you're like why are you chopping up the intro? No I didn't prepare, I didn't I didn't prepare to do the thing. Wait, I, was I know, the, I yeah, know yeah, this I, one, I know. I, I know. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, Kwame, you on? Yes, he is. Nah, bro, I'm not on, bro. No, nah, man, I'm, I'm I'm in the crowd, right. bro. Right, I'm in right. the let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. I'm in the crowd, bro. Let me, let me it, let go. Let me go. Let
1: me go. Let me go. Let me <laughs> go. Let
3: me, go, let me let go, 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 go. go. Because I did mess up the last one. Welcome to the Out of Home Podcast, a show brought to you by four Londoners living in Amsterdam, capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people whilst sharing our own. With me, I've got the man. Them, obviously, it's Yaf, Stephen, Kwame, and joined with us today is. A friend of the show, like Jenny in our previous episode, you have heard this voice on our intro countless of times. Yeah. He is one of the waviest guys in Amsterdam, uh-huh. <laughs> co founder of Alle's, and just a straight up stand up dude. It is a key. a key, sorry, I said a key, a key.
2: Cheese,
3: oh, Amsterdam, bro. Like, what, what makes some noise, man?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you saying, brother? <laughs> I'm good, though. The out of homie, the original out of homie. Mm. What
1: are you saying? I'm always out of home, bro. Cheese, <laughs> always out of home, though. We like originally not from Amsterdam, but we live here still, you know. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I well, no,
2: no, love that, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that. So, like, this is what we're calling Forever Forwards So, throughout the month of October, we're honoring Black History Month in the UK, and I think it's Black Achievement Month in uh, in Holland. And what we're doing is just highlighting dope stories of within our community of interesting like men and women who are doing stuff professionally, personally, just making sure we know each other, um, just showing ourselves a bit of love. Because if we don't, who will? No one is the answer. Um, so, like, Aki, happy to have you on, and uh, been meaning to have you on for a while. And I just wanted to kick back and have a conversation. Just tell us, you know, kind of like uh, where it all began, like where you're from um, originally, and then how you how you came over here, and then just how you're growing up, basically, and then to what you're doing today. So, just want to hear from you.
1: Yeah, man. I'm uh, Aki. Uh, I grew up in Holland but I was born in uh, Angola, Luanda. I'm half uh, Angola, half Congolese. At first I grew up with my mother and my two brothers and my auntie. And then when I was like 10, then my father came with with two other brothers and then my father and mother made like two little brothers and one sister. So I grew up in a very big family, you know. Mm. Uh, and that ends from like close to Namibia. Huh? Mm.
4: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I grew up there with like with my brothers and stuff. So like <clears throat> there, and then I went to Namibia when I was like 18 or something. I used to do like when I was 16, I started mm. doing MC, MCing on like parties and stuff, like with uh, <clears throat> with uh, with, uh, with house music. At those times like I was I'm seeing as a little kid with like DJs like Sidney Samson, DJ Hartwell, Benny Rodriguez. You know, they right now they are big, big times, but back in the days there were this guys that was coming up and and that. But then I switched and I was only doing like underground scene dubstep. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had a party in Emich that was called Give It Up. So we always used to bring like three artists from the UK. So dubstep oh, nice. uh, artists like uh, I think I did shows with all of them, like from the Chrome Stars to the Bengas to the Screams to the Peace wow. to the Malas to the Cookie Monsters. And this we is over- the year at sixteen. This is that like sixteen, Aki? Like this, is me at twenty. I, okay. I, I did it for like. Eight years, so from my sixteen to my, I think like 24, twenty four, five, okay. something like that. I was like heavy, like always, like I'm almost like every two weekends I was like doing that. You know, oh. so I was going to the whole of Holland <clears throat> performing and stuff. You know, mm. so I was like very deep in that party scene. You know, for like from 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 a young age. Mm. So mm. from, from a young age I was like already knowing places and all knowing a lot of people, you know, like also knowing a lot of influential people that I know till the day of today, that I are that I am with till the day of today, you know. Uh, but then uh, I was like, yo, I'm just doing services like an MC and I have no product. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started making music with, uh, with Ralph, one of my big homies. Man like Narco. Yeah, like Narco. Narco like, you
2: know? like Polo,
1: shout out Narco. <laughs> we started making beats and stuff, you know, we built a... Uh, because he's from the same, like, same ends of me. And he was always, like, with my big brothers. And then when my big brothers left the house, I was with him. He left. So we, yeah, like, yeah. like, day one's from, like, a long time. And then in Nijmegen, I met Sam. Sam was like one of the sickest producers in Nijmegen already. S- it
0: is.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah. Then at certain moment we was just hanging. Certain moment, then a room came came free in a house, like in a trap house, like in Nijmegen. Is it is, it, right
4: no? no. No, no. Is it this when you came. Nijmegen.
1: There was oh, okay. Nijmegen. There was before East. Okay, okay, okay. Before before East, we had like the same East thing, but then and then we we had a whole house, and there was only creatives. So we had bead makers there, we had videographers, photographers, and that's where the other thing started. So that's where we started a collective of like having. Yeah, all type of different creatives around us, you know, so... Yo, Aki, Aki, for those that don't know, um,
2: I'm not even going to try and pronounce where you were staying, like, N- I, but um, how far from Amsterdam is it, and how would you describe the area to, like, people, because we get a lot of people from the UK that might not know that area, how would you describe that area at that time? Mm, that
1: area, like a golden area, a golden town, though. because, yeah. like, damn it, it's like for us, it's like the ends, you know, it's like people know each other. So it doesn't matter from which scene you are, even if you're a skater or you're a hip-hop guy or you a techno kid or you're like a drug dealer or you, it doesn't matter. Everybody knows each other and everybody got each other's back. So from that perspective, it's also the, uh, till the day of the day, I'm still with my guys from the ends, you know, like, because it's like a sort of people know each other, you know, so they got sort of loyalty to each other and then it's like yeah. Yeah. cannot yeah, explain that or you know. So no, I, think like, that. I really say I really like uh left city, left wing city. Mm. Yeah, it's not like not really racist and stuff, you know? Like oh, yeah, no, because people really love each other and people really got each other's back, you know. Mm.
2: where where we come from okay i was gonna say because i like when i first met you that was one of the things that stood out is like the way you sam um ralph najim everybody kind of like welcomed me just made you feel part of the family and like from you hearing this story it sounds like that was your reality that was your world that's how you were brought up but like um like Yeah, it's not like that everywhere else. Like, for me, coming from, like, London, it was the first time that I come somewhere and, like, feel that, oh, yeah, 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 no, no problem, you need something. I was just like, I was like, whoa. So, like, for me, it's like a big uh, culture shock. So, like, yeah, it's really great because it's not like that everywhere else. And it's something that I think makes Amsterdam, like, really, really special.
1: Yeah, and, like, example, like, in Namib, I always, uh, I also used to work at a store, and... Like the store that I worked, it was like the Pata, but then of Nemes. So we only, we had a hyper type account, and we only sell like the exclusive Nikes. But we also had a skate shop, and we also had like another sort of creative shop, and also another sort of skate shop, boxing shop, and they sell also like weed stuff, like cocaine stuff, and like all weird stuff. But like the crazy thing was like, back in the days, we had a magazine with all these stores, you know? One magazine. And that is like how the city is, you know? People are really mm. together. They do it's very connected. Yeah, yeah. It's very connected, you
3: know? Yeah, you see that. You see that with like just the way that we've come over and like obviously try to make, like become, like be part of the scene sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it being so welcoming. Um, you start to see how close, closely knit certain groups are in Amsterdam. Yeah. But it's not it's not to say that they're not welcoming at all it's more that these people have come together and they're tight like that that's how that's the nature of this city is it's so small that you you grow up with the people that you've been around isn't it and you're always going to look after those people but however what i've noticed from you and your people um aki is that you're you're so welcoming to, to Stephen's point like there's sometimes when like you might see man you just your hell man is you're standing talk to man for about 20 minutes like and you don't have any. You don't need to, but you do. And mm. that's a credit to who you are as a, an individual and in and the, in the way that you've kind of raised up and, and with your people as well. So, sure, like, more power to you, bro. Like, honestly, I just wanted to put, say that. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's a unity thing at the end of the day, you know. And like, you know, like our all, all examples was always like Wu Tang Clan, ASAP Mob, you know, like see <laughs> you know, it. Like, see it. That, you can see it. That are together, but they also create different yeah, type of stuff together, you know, and, mm. and help each other go up and not each other go down, you know. And for us, it's about unity, you know. It's not about uh, race or I love that. how you are or if you're cool or if you're not cool. bro. even if you're a bum, I talk to you, you know. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm raised like that. I'm from a city like that, you know, that, like, yeah, I don't know, you got respect for each other or, you know, it's like... Mm-hmm. Like, so for right. me, I, I never look at like, oh, oh, that guy is cool, or that guy is not cool, or that guy... Yeah,
4: is... fuck that, man. Who cares, I, bro? I, I,
1: I'm, I'm never like that, bro. I'm always, like, open. I'm just, like, just, what you see is what you get, you know? I'm like mm-hmm.
4: that. That's very important. Aki, what do you think the advantages or the benefit of being like that are? Because there's a lot of people nowadays... Shout out to Stephen drinking his lean.
2: <laughs> 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 <That> said lean. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
3: Celebrity lifestyle, isn't it? Celebrity lifestyle. Oh, man. <laughs> no, mad, but I was, <laughs> was going to
4: say, there's a lot of people, especially in this day and age, that um, they want to connect with others because of who they are and what they can maybe do for them. But your mindset is very much the opposite, where, you know, like you said, it's a uni thing. It's more, you know, just putting good energy out there. And what sort of benefits have you seen for yourself where that approach has kind of helped you?
1: Um, I think for me, it's just like having no expectation of nobody, you know, and just Mm. being me so that I also not like uh, in my feelings when when somebody think of me uh, in a type of way, or I also don't think of somebody else in a type of way. So I have no, like, expectation or no, how uh, you say that? Like, yeah, no expectation to somebody else or what somebody else yeah. feels or what somebody else does or what, you know, I, I don't have that. For, so for me, it's like, I'm like very open, you know, so, but also very close. So (laughs) I cannot talk, but I can also talk, you know. So, Mm. like, and I think for people is, I think because we are so close and uh, we are all already like those type of years together, I think for people outside of us is maybe. We are weird, or we are like uh, arrogant, or we are like, oh, look at them. Or but at the end of the day, we are just creatives, and we just want to create dope shit, you know, and not mm-hmm. think of somebody else or what somebody else is doing, or you know, uh, or even or even talk about somebody else, you know, because at the end of the day, we always think we ain't got no time for that, you know, we ain't got hundred no percent to uh, backstab somebody or to talk yeah. about the back of somebody. Oh, look at that guy, blah, blah, blah. Nah, well, I can create something what I like to do, you know, and that is being creative. Or is it making music or making photography or making video? It's like, for us, if we can be creative, then mm-hmm. we are like, okay, yeah, we do that, you know. If mm. make clothing, then we do that, you know, but... Yeah. For me, it's like, yeah, no expectations, man, of one, nobody and nothing, and, you know?
3: One one thing that, like, really sticks out about you, um, Aki, and your and your crew and, like, just everything you got, it's, like, when I speak to you guys, yeah, you're like, all right, we're doing this, or we're doing that, or we're doing that, we're doing this. And I'm just like, bro, this man does everything, you know? what? What is it that you came across in, like, your life or your experiences that makes you so comfortable being, like, or even being able to spot an opportunity and be like, all right, look, we can do that with this and this with that. Because I just think you're just so business, like, business-minded, but also in a creative sense as well. It's mad. Like, I just want to tap into that. Like, what, what, what is that?
1: I think, like, I have so much, like, crazy creatives around me that, you know, they inspire me a lot, you know? Like, mm. example, like Anajim. Anajim, I o- already saw him, this boy at 13 years old, the sickest breakdancer. Mm, yep. Then, yep. 16 years old, the sickest photographer. Now, this guy is, like, going to directing and other... Film director. But also, like, making beats, like, on a level to you think like, yo. Oh, dude. What are you doing? You know, so <laughs> next to that you have uh, Sam, crazy with beats, bro. He can, he can make whatever he wants. You know, uh, I got Armia, like one of the sickest fashion designers. Uh, Nardo, he raps he's sick, but he's also like one of one uh, had a good construction guy. Like, wow, man, there is so much, you know that. So, that is like, whoa, yeah. That That's why I get my inspiration from, you know? Yeah. Skills and I, the people around me. And, you know, like, I think... Uh, yeah, creative. Like, just creating, you know? Making something from nothing, you know? Yeah. I think that... I can,
3: that's the beauty, isn't it? Okay. Like, sorry to cut you, Kwame. I just said, like, had yeah, a revelation. Yeah. It's like something from nothing like that's what we come from like that's probably why we understand creative creativity so much do you know i mean because Mm. that's what we've always had to do be creative to make something from nothing and it's like we almost see those opportunities in everyday life because it's like there's nothing over there but we can sure make something over there Mm
1: and you also can always can let people see like uh the the difference you know okay yeah oh, okay, yeah, we can do that too, you know. Mm. I can do that too, you know. And I think, like, especially we as black people, we need to do that only, you know. We need to to, to teach our youth, like, yo, you can do that. Do what the you want to do. You know, if you want to be a lawyer, you're going to be a lawyer, you know. But I think, I believe in the power of the mind, you know. That, that's, that's how I live, you know, the power of the mind, you know. So, you mm. Like, like even you guys with the podcast, you know, I was there the first day you was doing this. You guys say like, yo, we're going to do the podcast. But mm-hmm. look now, you yeah. know, you guys are really doing it, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. making something from nothing to something, you know. And that's why I always like, and you know, I will always like, yeah, keep my mind on that, you know.
0: Um, Aki, can, can, can I just say that if you ever want to hang up your boots as a creative and be a, um, a, a motivational speaker, you're going to earn a lot of money still. <laughs> trust me. No, no but... No, go on, go I had a point. Like, hearing you speak, it made me smile because you remind me of like a... I can imagine if you were like a, a point guard in basketball, you're making sure that like everyone gets their shots. Like, mm. all, all, all of your teammates are nice and you're saying, you know, things about Sam and Narco and Najim. But like, what do you think that your teammates will say about you and and how do you enhance your team? Or, or what do you think they would say?
1: I think they would say exactly what you are saying, you know? Mm. Mm. Because I motivate them, you know? I put them in places. I'm like, yo, boys, let's go, you know? Yo, fuck, my team, what's I need new knuckle feed you. What are you saying? All right, bam, let's go. Chop, 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 you know? Mm. Yo, bam, yo, team, what can we do? All right, bam, yo, bam, <laughs> yo, what can we do? Bam, you know?
2: This is literally, this is literally facts from like doing like so many, so many shoots with um Aki. We'll be like, I'll be like, oh Aki, like we ain't got this. He'll be like, oh no problem, we're gonna make something. I'm like, I'm looking there. I'm like, huh? And then he'll, he'll, he'll just make it. You remember in like we're in Barcelona, we're in Barcelona, and there's like a there's a lamp post or something. And then like Aki said, like, yeah, no more, no problem. I can fix it. Man's doing a jump man pose to hoist this lighting over the lamppost. And I'm like, it's just like... that. got to get it, bro. Yeah, anything is possible is that... I want to touch like, on
4: that. I was going to touch on that. Sorry, Stephen. Like, <laughs> Aki, you're... You basically... What I get from you is anything you say you're going to do, you do it. Like, you literally yeah. just go out there and do it. Like, I there's no... Best, you
1: know? I do my best, you know. All... Yeah,
4: but... It's working, bro. And like, there's no, I feel like a lot of people, they have this thought, but then there's a reservation and then they end up not doing it. I think that's 95% of human of the human yeah, race.
1: Course, yeah.
4: You, like, there's no barrier. There's no boundary. You're just like, whatever you say you're going to do, You, I don't know what it is in your head, but you just go out there and you make it happen. Like, where do you think that comes from, man? I think
1: that comes from uh, my, uh, the way growing up, you know? uh, My mother was always working, you know? Uh, So, like, me and my brothers, we was always, like, left. Like, yo, do what you want to do, you know? So I think, like, from a little young boy, I was always, like, dreaming. I was always in the streets. I was always outside, you know? I was never inside the house. I was always outside, always, like, uh, like a Robinson Crusoe, you know, like <laughs> searching for things, you know, like going to different cities, you know, like I, I went to Nemec to school when I was like 12 or something, you know. Mm. And most kids go there when they're 16 or or 18 from my village, you know, where I come from. So I was already like from, from my 12th, grade, I was like in the bus sitting like, like viewing, looking, like I don't know. I'm always like a dreamer, you know.
4: Yeah, and you you mentioned like from 18, sorry, 16 to 24, you were sort of m c and you was in that scene. Um, how did you get into MCN actually?
1: I was working in uh, I was working in a kitchen in my some, like uh, in the ends where I come from next mm-hmm. to again. and there was a guy, and he was uh, and he was DJ. Because I was working as a dishwasher and and it was like a sort of fancy restaurant in my aunt, you know, like mm-hmm. the fanciest restaurant and it was and I was working like dishwasher, And and uh and another guy was there working as well, but not as dishwasher, he was like uh, how do you say that barista, you know? And uh, he was doing parties and stuff and my chef That's BlueNile.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues They were the owners, but they were a little bit crazy, you know. And they was always laughing and always like making jokes and stuff. And then, like one time, I said to the guy, like to the guy that was throwing parties, yeah, yo, let me go to the party and let me MC you one time, just for as a joke, you know. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then he put me on one party, and I just hyped the thing up, you know, and it was like was going crazy. We
4: say you got the place jumping.
1: Yeah, got the place jumping and he was like, yeah, okay, from now on, you're going to go everywhere where I'm going to go. You know?
4: <laughs> and
3: this is at 16? This is 16, yeah. Mad. 16. I can 16. imagine <laughs> energy that you must have been on at 16, Aki, bro. Crazy. <laughs> That's and
2: crazy. Just and, my and you know mind, what the bro. mad... <laughs> you know what the mad thing stuff. is? He hasn't even told you about his superpower because, like, I already found this out, maybe, like, Two months ago, but like, um, Aki in the kitchen cooking? different.
4: Masolene. Different. Is like,
2: it? He, yeah, he was, he, was, um, he, he, he was making a dish at Soho House. Like, actually, what? like, serving... What, chef is Aki, he didn't talk to about a chef chef Capital
1: I was dish- C. I was dishwashing for my 13 or something, you know, 15. Oh, okay. You know, so I grew up also in the kitchen, you know. It's like, my father, you know, he's a good, good, you know, a good barbecue, man, you know, so. Okay. We wow, always make food at home, you know, because my mom's was always working, you know. Mm-hmm. My father came later, you know, so my mom's did always the work, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But yeah, that that is a super talent. So whenever we get the chance, you need to, like, the cooking was Please, different. Man bro. came in... Man came in with the whole apron, like, you know, the whole, everything, like a Michelin star no. chef like, out of nowhere.
4: Different <laughs> the man vibe. Had a chef, man had a chef on, you know. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was literally chefing, chefing on a Tuesday. Next time, next time I got uh, to, uh, to you
4: guys. Okay, so no more. And you, Aki, you said that you was emceeing you was until uh, 24. How did you sort of transition? Because obviously, to where you're at now, there was obviously some time in between. So how did you sort of... Um, get to where you are now from stopping the MC and,
1: uh, yeah, the, like I was like, like because like from I think from 16 to 18 was like house really, mm-hmm. then from 18 to 24, 25, then it was like really dubstep, you know, and I also moved to Amsterdam. So, and the dubstep scene it was like boom boom, you know. It was like a time that was hype, hype. I think four years, like straight on, it was like a sick hype. And then it went like really down, you know. So like, and the the guys that we we threw the parties were one moved to Utrecht, the other had two kids, you know. So it was also like, the organization was also a little bit dying, you know. And then I moved also to Amsterdam, and then I was like, yeah, for this for this little money to come back all the time to Nightmaker, yeah, it's like, and I don't really rate it like that much because I I never was like I was in the scene, but I never was like uh, I never knew like which DJ I was playing with, so like I was like, yo, hey, what's your name? Okay, I say, all right, I we how, how about this DJ, DJ, you know. So I was like, because I was always into hip-hop, you know, like always. Yeah. A little kid, you know, I was like into hip-hop and also into creating stuff, you know. And then uh, what
2: was it like uh, moving to Amsterdam? Was there like much of a difference? How did you cope with the transition? Was it easy for you? or Did you know people already? Uh,
1: yeah, I knew uh, just a couple of people that also w- was from Namaste. And they lived here in Amsterdam, and uh, the way we came, it was like uh, one of my mates from Nijmegen. He, he was living in East. Shout out to the East Side. And then a room came free, and I was living with Sam and Nemech and another couple of other other guys.
4: In the trap house.
1: In the trap house, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he was to he was saying to us like, "Yo, I got a room in Amsterdam free," and Sam was like, "Yo, I need to go." out of Namir, And so then Sam picked that room and like when Sam picked that room the month after the room from Sam in Amsterdam came free.
0: So it nice. was
1: like yeah, I right, let me take that. Boom. And then the trap house in Amsterdam was already made, you know, because then three <laughs> guys from Namir, <laughs> You know, we was in East, you know, same as Namir. So people was coming through our yard, you know, so mm. It's like we always have created our own world even when we came to Amsterdam we always created our own world and never was like oh we want to blend in with the mm-hmm. other guys or guys from Amsterdam we want to blend in no we just like open you know we know you we know you if you don't know you know our feelings no problem you know but not like uh, on a thing like, oh, you that guy, oh, yeah, let, let us work together. Oh, you that guy, oh, let us, no, we was mm. always like, gone because we always knew what we was doing, you know?
2: Mm. I respect knew, that fully. You knew your own source. That's
1: important. Yeah. And it's also not like, um, getting in other, in nobody's else field, or trying to, you know, mingle with people, or, yeah do like weird moves to
4: you know, yeah People. just keeping it genuine, bro, just keeping yeah. the one hundred and keeping it genuine and not forcing it. I think in Amsterdam, I realize a lot because it is so small, the scene is very um the scene is very small in it, and so yeah. everyone knows each other, you know, everyone kind of like is is best friends all of a sudden, but like what I'm hearing from you is that you just like. We're just gonna do arting in it. If people fuck of us, they fuck of us. If they don't, they don't.
1: They don't, you know. And no hard feelings. And we like that's what I'm saying. No expectation from nobody, you know. Like mm. only for... It's such a
4: people. sick way to look at things, bro.
1: Yeah, because then you're also not gonna come in in weird situations or like you know because people don't gonna accept nothing from you. You know, mm. we came here and we just was like. Because we like to party, you know, so people always saw us only at parties, like job, money, <laughs> just
4: Just going hand.
1: I, I don't know, maybe thinking like, yo, yeah, who are these men, you know? And then <laughs> mm-hmm. they're they like, Oh
4: shit. Oh, whoa. I he like just taking over the mic at a party starting MC and like But nah. don't you
3: remember that that time <laughs> that we was at that place in um where was that? Was it at, um, the um Yeah, zoo?
4: in East, in Oost. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, was yeah. Was it that, yeah, like before King's Day or something? It was like a yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, what was the party yeah. again, Aki? What was
3: that party? It
1: was uh, Alice Boiler Room. Alice. Yeah,
4: yeah, the boiler room thing. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That yeah. was proper still.
4: No yeah.
0: invite still.
3: He was a part of the crew back then.
4: <laughs> Definitely was, well,
3: was only a only an acquaintance, bro.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was a vibe, bro. That was a... What was the name of that venue? That venue, Bangs. The yeah, thing was,
1: uh, was from uh, from guys from us, from Tito and Noah. They are like uh, artists, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, it's, yeah. it's right behind my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. But they moved as well. There though. Okay, how is it? Okay, okay. okay. Move, uh, Aki, do you know what? We
3: obviously this is forever forward, and like it's Black History Month and Black Achievement Month. It'd be really interesting just to get uh, a perspective from you about like. What you what you love about black culture, uh, and uh, like just just as a as a soundbite at what you think, man. What I like about
1: about black culture, it's like yeah, it's it's it's, it's big though, like you know. <laughs> but what I like about the black culture is like people don't even know about like I like <laughs> like the Moorish, you know, like the Moorish like the old. You know, like where we really came from, you know, like, yeah. you know, I like to go deep. Our history,
3: the, our history, yeah. Our history,
1: the you fact know. That we like, can't our hidden history. The history that. Yeah, that, yeah. that they don't teach us, the history that the youths don't know, that mm-hmm. a lot of, of our parents don't know. So I like to talk on that though, bro, because like, I I, I I watched
3: this documentary called The Hidden Colors. You man watched that, yeah? Yeah, I've and heard I, about this. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's what you're talking about when you're saying the hidden history, isn't it? Aki? Yeah, of course.
1: Though.
3: And I guess like one of the things is just like understanding that yo, there's certain things that have happened in history that uh, negate from the power that is the black, black, black people and it's hidden right in front of our faces which I would advise anyone that's listening to go and watch, man. There's like, I think there's like four series, four yeah. Four four, think. four parts to it, sorry. But they're all like three hours long. So you need like a good Sunday. Like to just Yeah, you one
1: need one. a good time to like really deep in but, and like deepen
3: that shit though, you know. But what I what I, what I'm gathering is that like you, you you like like our not just our history but where what, what we actually are, right? Like yeah. the fact we are powerful and powerful beyond measure to, to a point. Uh, is what I'm I'm wondering
1: anyway. Yeah, like, it was a time that we ruled, like, like, the world, you know, like, we, yeah. we, we ruled Europe, you know, like, universities we brought here, civilizations, like, a lot of things, like, we, black like, people don't even know that we brought here, you know, and that is, like, the part where I like, like, really black culture and, like, to... Do my research in that, like shout out Nako. You know he always comes with the <sighs> with comes the, correct. Yeah, yeah
3: Nako comes right, bro.
1: <laughs> so I like really to hop in and 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 yeah, and those type of times, you know, because right now I think like um, it's too it's too mixed up, you know. We too far gone or something, you know. I don't. It's, it's hard to say that, but it's like... It's, it's weird to say that, but it's like... How do you mean, know? bro? Like, like even an example before, but in America, you know, we had, like, a couple of months, we had, like, protest, protest, protest. But still in the hood, we shooting each other, you know? Still, you know? It's like... Mm. It's like I, a short cycle, you know? And I think we need to... I understand
3: you know, that argument, yeah. Uh, but at the same time... I'm sorry to cut you I understand the argument but at the same time yeah the reason why I think the two of those the two arguments are separate or they run parallel is because without systemic systemic racism and without the 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 the, 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 the what's the word the insidious or the insidious yeah, the insidious nature of like what's happened within systemic racism you don't get as much crime in these poor neighborhoods, yeah, do you know what I mean? And it's I'm not environment. exactly. I'm not even gonna say black neighborhoods, you don't get them in poor neighborhoods, innit? And the fact that that happens is just a um is consequence. Like a, a consequence, thank you. A consequence of what's been happening um at that level, do you know what I mean? That's so great. I feel like I feel like it's right you say that, yeah. And I just want to say that because I feel like I'm very, I'm very like um. Thing when it comes to that, that conversation in in, its, in itself is that I get it, I fully get it. But at the same time, you gotta realize that some of the things that happen in those areas is like that's that's a consequence of this.
1: Yeah, and it's it's like consequence and it's like fucked up because we've been like like we've been fucked up and fucked up and fucked up and fucked up, and fucked up by the system, you know, but mm. there needs to come a point that we already know that they're fucking us but yeah at the point that we are like, yo, when are we going to be like Jews or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even the Jews, they fucked them up. But I look at them now, you know? Like, yo, boom. standing come mm-hmm. together, you know? And I think that what we need to think of is more unity, you know? How can we create unity, you know? I think that's yeah. a, a good key, you know? Like, unity.
4: Well, like, speak, speaking of unity, bro, and, like, you've mentioned your, your crew... A lot of the time like on this call like sam narco um and the rest of the gang like um how how can you how would you describe like what alice lifestyle is how it came about um and what you guys are doing man
1: it came about like um like uh, needs i think because we was like creating music but If you create music, that's not the only thing. You need like management, you need videos, you need photos, you need direction, you need like, you need a team to really create. It's the full package,
4: right?
1: Yeah, the full package. So I think like Alice Lifestyle came from that idea, you know? You know, like, okay, uh, we have music, but we need the rest around it as well to really like have a full search full surface and full circle of your own thing and not be dependent. Mm. Like not, okay, uh, I make uh, a song right now, but I need to go to uh, that guy to make my video. I need to go to that Mm. guy to do that. I need to go to that guy to do that. So uh, Alice like really came from that and also came from like empowering people, you know, because at the end of the day, you have all those needs. You have a photographer, but if you uh, and a video guy and you have music, but if you combine that, then at the end of the day, everybody wins, you know? It's not like one person wins because the video guy is going to shine with the video. The artist is going to shine with the, with the song. The photographer is going to shine with the artwork, you know? So everybody is mm. going to be seen. So yeah, that's the idea of Alice Lifestyle, you know? Having like, yeah. Everything like in place, but also like creating win-win situation and having each other back. You know.
2: Okay, what does uh, Alice last lifestyle" mean again? As well, how does that, how would that translate?
1: because yeah. uh, Alice is uh, is Dutch, right? Yeah, Alice is. Yeah, what's what the meaning? But like you have like all, and then you have the dollar sign, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, It's all money. We don't discriminate, you know? <laughs> love, love that. <laughs> <laughs> love that. And then, yeah, but, yeah. but Alice also means like everything, you know? Yeah, okay, so, mm. okay. Okay,
2: That that's like a sick that. story it's then.
1: Like, like two that. sentence, you know? So you can... That's it's crazy. like word playing. It's like sort of word playing, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's no, dope. And then uh, the other thing that I like is that uh, within, within the crew, whenever there's been a need within the crew, you always source that internally. Like you haven't like gone and brought in someone you didn't know. So like, okay, cool. You need a photographer. Oh, um, yeah, we have someone. You can learn to be a photographer. Like you've always had the patience to wait for someone to learn the skills and be like, okay, cool, you go and do it. And I think like within the black like, community or, or in general, like we need to... A lot of time we outsource the work to people outside of the community because we feel, oh, maybe you're not ready yet, or you know, maybe I don't know anyone. But I like, like the approach that you guys did. It's just like, okay, cool. It's cool if you're not ready yet. You're gonna get there. We're still gonna the work still needs to be done. You're gonna get there. You're gonna get better each time, but we're here to mm. support you. And I think that's really important because a lot of the guys in the crew, like they didn't start off doing like the gym was a breakdancer. Now he's been called <laughs> to do uh photo shoots, he's been called to direct. Films, But he didn't have those skills at the time, but through the collective, we were able to support each other to build those skills. So nothing had to go out of house. It was all taken care of within yeah, the
1: Yeah, and, and also, like, oops, example, Najim. Najim had, like... Uh, he was, like, insta-famous at one moment because he was, like, <laughs> doing all these pictures, you know? but And then he was like, yeah, I don't want to do pictures no more, but I want to direct right now, you know? So he still had the skill. But then we are like, okay, if you want to do no artworks no more for us, then okay, let's do videos then. And maybe something is there then that, you know, that you going to develop yourself, you know. And I think it's like, it's, it's about developing. And I think like in the black culture, we need to do that more, you know, develop ourselves, you know, and like, mm-hmm. really be okay. Hey, I want to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do that, you know. And having each other's back, you know, I think that's also important, you know, like, even if you don't know the man, you know, like, like when I was, uh, when I was like 16, 17, and I, I came to again, like all the black men, when I was on the street, they was like, yo, yeah, yo. yeah, yeah. That, that like must have been weird. randomly, bro, like <laughs> random. But I was like, and for me, it was a vibe, like, yo, oh, hey, I'm feeling home, you know, like, yo, hey. You know I don't even know these guys but they're showing love. Yeah. They showing you know. And then you see them one time, you see them two times, you see them four times and then the fifth time you are like, "Hey, my god, wasting." Yeah, you good. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know? <laughs> and, and then uh, uh exactly um and then oh that guy knows that guy. Oh shit. What? Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, bam. You know, it's like and that's community, yeah. bro. That's what community is. And I think that's, that's what we need to create, you know, communities. Because if we create communities, we stand strong, you know. We got mm. each other, we have each other's back, you know. And if we, like, uh, like lone wolves, then it's, it's, then you're only hunting, you know. You're only shocking, you're only like, pop, 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 one to each, you know. But that's not the way, you know, at the end of the day, you know.
2: Yeah, no,
1: I hear you. I hear you on that one. We don't no, think talk it, we think
0: Omega, you know. You get me? <laughs> yeah. I uh, no, that's dope. Um, Aki, you know, like I think you're someone that is uh definitely in, in the culture. Um, you're someone that is also about like shaping the narrative. And I think for now, it's probably um, a unique time for yourself, you know. You know, a lot of maybe brands or Uh, outlets are reaching out to you because now they see that that culture has that culture has power that culture is key. Um, And what do you think uh, what do you think your vision in the next five years about the uh, about the like creative landscape and the black creative landscape like where where do you think it it can go in the next five years? I
1: think uh, yeah I think if we go do I think if we keep doing what we're doing that we yeah, I'm going to make sick stuff, you know, and that we are really going to empower a lot of new people, you know, also new creators and new... Yeah, I think we're going to do some nice things, you know. I also want to go back to Africa one time, you know, and mm, mm, build this, mm, mm. you know. How can we build their... Uh, sick, a How bruv. can we build their music or how can we make... Uh, uh, a football team over there or, like, I make a whole sport complex or, you know, I'm, like, already there, you know, with my mind. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How can we give back as well, you know? How can we create? How can we, you know, really unite, really expand yeah, yeah. and really make something happen, you know? I'm, like, really on that, you
2: know? That's a really exciting thought about, like, just imagining the future where, like, this continent that's been, like, disdain for so long suddenly everybody wants to be there and it's like okay that is the place to be because if you think about like Europe and everywhere else it's kind of like there's no stone that hasn't been turned over whereas like Africa is still this uh, beautiful mystery and I hope that uh, we have the leaders in place to preserve its beauty and not sell the future of the continent but like um, what a beautiful thing that would be if we all complete our journey and it's like okay cool rather than me saying oh yeah I wish I could go to Amsterdam I'm like oh, okay cool uh, I wish I could pitch up in Accra I wish I could pick up in um, Angola mm. or go back to um, Nairobi or these places you imagine those were the our uppermost thoughts in terms of career I think that's really powerful
1: yeah and I think like over there it's like way more you know over here they already built it's rich there's so much culture yeah, yeah. You know, the sun is shining there, (laughs) come on. No, but, like, the culture at the end of the day is there, you know. And I think, like, we, our parents uh, brought us here to have a better future. But I think our parents also thought, like, yo, one day these guys need to go back, you know, and get back. So I think, like, our generation needs to really, like, work here, and then go back to do their the good
3: stuff, you know. Imagine if it like became a a case like in the future we were like the first generation to oh, go back. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like do you see do you see the shift. Like our parents were the first generations to leave, but yeah. we were the first generations to kind of make roots back. Do you know what I'm saying? That would be yeah. so nice. Yeah.
0: I was I was
3: I was gonna say this off
0: air it might be a bit random to you, man. Don't Don't worry controversy. No, but actually, um, like, um, so you know, um, I'm sure you saw or you may have seen, like, you know, we've been we've been rolling around almost a year now, and then for for for, for, for six months, we put together a little um, anniversary. So it was it was a whole it was a whole montage of our landmark moments, and when we put it together, one of the moments that resonated with me the most. I'm sure you remember the day. It was like um, it, was, it, was, it was it was it was it was it was it was after man all in north like a Saturday morning, all grinding, and then like I think we were I think we were, I think we were, I think we were leaving like 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 Villems like studio and, 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 and for, like, yeah yeah and you were pulling up, and then after like so it's a bunch of men on their bikes and then like I see you like I see you like I'm dap Kieran now obviously like at this whole little circle I'm newest to this like how much you want you might know each other. But it just it just felt like you might you have been boys from, like, 10 years ago, innit, bro? <laughs> and there was so much love, right? And I, I just, I, I made sure that the, that little part was in the, that little part was in the video. And I, I just want to thank you for always being, like, authentic and, and, and a supporter yeah, sure.
3: and, and showing love, innit? For sure, man. That's facts, bro. Sure. Yes, bro. That's facts. Thank you guys for having me, man. Come no, on. you're welcome, man. Kwame, we do Anytime. your thing, man.
0: You're listening to the Out of Home podcast. This ain't KK. It's your boy, <laughs> Pappy Quams, featuring y- House, Man Light like Steven, and Kieran Kenlock. And we've had the very special pleasure, special guest of Aki from Alice Lifestyle. Cheers! Cheers! Uh, come on, come on. come on! i Yeah. I'm angry, I'm angry, angry. Um, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Out of Home Forever Forwards. Catch you next time. Yeah, yeah. Up hey, come Stop on.
3: Recording now. Stop recording now, bad boy. I see you. F- you London
2: boys are crazy. <laughs> hey, come on.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,